Hey girls, welcome to the Her Podcast. I'm super excited to be back. Um, Today we have a special guest speaker. Her name is Sydney. We are starting a brand new series this month called Mirror, Mirror on the Wall. And we are going to be chatting about identity, just the thought process of what you used to speak over yourself when you looked in the mirror. Um, And then the flip coin of what you see yourself as now. Um, as a Christian and as um, who God sees you. So I'm super excited to hear um, from Sydney's heart today. Sydney, how are you? Good. How are you? Good. I'm super excited. Thank you for speaking on the podcast today. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm super excited for what God's going to speak through um, both of us tonight. Awesome. Well, if you want to just tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do, that'd be awesome. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm 23. I live in Stockton, California. Um, it's like 45 minutes south of Sacramento. I work um, two part-time jobs. One is in San Jose with the hockey team, the San Jose Sharks. Um, super oh, cool. Nice. Yeah, it's so much fun. <laughs> I bet. That um, sounds amazing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like live action, craziness, lots of people. Um, it's fun. Um, and then my other part-time job is working with special ed kids in a pediatric daycare um so i'm basically like a nurse's assistant so i'll just like change diapers help with feedings um clean and that sort of stuff so nice you're like all hands on deck yeah pretty much did you play hockey in high school no my dad actually um he like coaches hockey and so my sisters and i were never allowed to play because he didn't want to be a parent like coach i guess sort of thing um, okay. <laughs> so I played I played volleyball in high school, but um, we've always just like loved hockey. That's been like our our family sport. That's so awesome. I I've been to an ice rink, but I I probably been to a hockey game once, and it was like the Ducks. But I don't know anything about hockey whatsoever. But I think it's like a cool sport. It's very unique. Um, that's yes, so cool. Sure. Well, I'm super excited to have you on the podcast today and just kind of hear your heart. Um, as I said earlier, we're talking about identity and, um, I guess just like a blast from the past. Like if you, um, either before, before Christ, before you're a Christian or just going through the struggles of being like a high school girl, um, what are some things that you thought were your identity maybe in high school or college or things that you used to claim and speak over your life? And maybe you could share like some struggles that you walked through before, um god kind of took over yeah uh, definitely um so i pretty much grew up like a christian home um so like through high school i played i played volleyball i even played volleyball for like two years in college um so when when i was in high school my identity was like 100 percent in um my athletics which is volleyball mm-hmm. um pretty much just like focused on that super driven on wanting to get to college um and I went to church, like, the typical Wednesday night hangout kind of, like, high school thing, mm-hmm. um, but never really, like, made faith my own. Um, it was always, like, based off of my parents, so I didn't really understand what, like, Christianity was. was or kind of did. What was that? It was just something you kind of did and was taught. Right, right. Okay. Um, so then pretty much like through college um 
when I played Division Three volleyball back east, um, right outside of Boston, um, for a year. I would like hang out on the weekends, um, like party and go to the beach, have bonfires with all the other um, student athletes, and which my, I mean, again, my identity was like totally into that. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I was pretty much just like. God was, like, not on my radar, like, at all. I knew of him, but didn't, like, follow him or pursue him. So, mm-hmm. um, when I, like, looked at myself in the mirror, I was just, like, okay. All I see is, like, the bad things about myself. Like, my stomach isn't flat. My legs aren't, like, super fit. My arms aren't, like, as fit as my teammates. Um, like, I'm not getting all the guys. It's, like, my friends are getting um, that sort of thing. So, I was just, like, okay, well, I need to, I need to do something. Um so I, I tried to uh, to seek, like, my identity within, like, guys um, specifically, um, which that kind of led me into um, – that actually kind of expanded a little bit more. After I left back east um, and moved down to San Diego that next year, um, which I, like, lived with some people who – they weren't Christians, um, but I knew of them, and um, – Went to, like, community college down there, played beach volleyball for the first time. I mean, San Diego is, like, gorgeous, obviously. I mean, you know, because you live there. Yes, it it is. I will never leave. I have to say that. That's Um, crazy. So, so going back in high school, I mean, I can relate to that, too, because um, I played on three different tournament teams in high school. I was on the high school league and two tournament teams, and my goal was um, to go to college, which I did. But I totally relate to the whole guy thing. Um, if I could look back in high school, it was definitely sports. I was raised in a Christian home as well, but exactly like you said, like to the T, like it's something I kind of just did, went to a Wednesday night service, but not, I wasn't really pursuing God. So I totally get that. That's cool that we kind of have the same background. Um, so when, I guess if you could go back, when did you really just be like, all right, God, like I give up doing all this on my own. Like I'm going to pursue you and have you. Can you repeat, like, that last part? Sorry. Oh, yeah. What was the moment that kind of, like, clicked for you that you were just like, okay, God, like, I give up. Like, I want you to be my identity. Um, it wasn't until I had, like, my first, not, like, not, like, relationship, but kind of, like, intent. Not, I mean, it wasn't really intentional dating, but it was more serious of, like, dating than, like, dating I had prior um and so this one was in San Diego and that was actually when I met you um I was like kind of seeing this guy it was like I don't know it was just just a weird situation in general um I mean he was like 13 years older than me I was just so focused on like him and not on Christ like what Christ had for like dating and stuff Mm -hmm. um so when I was like involved with him it was just kind of like okay I'm gonna be as vulnerable as I can in like the shortest amount of time and then once I was like super vulnerable um, the rug kind of got like swept out from underneath me and I had ended up being like lied to basically from this guy who I had like put all my hope and trust in. Um, <laughs> so it was in that moment when like I had seen that he was like lying to me and like hanging out with this other girl, which he had lied about. Um, I was just like, holy crap. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay. God, like I, I personally was praying for clarity, but like was not expecting this to happen Mm -hmm. um and so that happened 
like May ish kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I actually went home for a weekend and um, I was helping my dad with hockey and I was sitting at the front desk with um, a family friend of ours who runs like a houseboat camp ministry over the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, and he had actually been trying to get me to do this ministry since um, I had graduated high school. So at that point it had been like two years. Um, and I kept saying no, because again, my identity was found in um, guys and in my um, sports. So I was focused on volleyball and guys. Those were my two things. Mm-hmm. So serving for 10 weeks, it was not what I wanted wanted to do for my summers um so anyway so I went to this um so I was home for that weekend and him and I were sitting at the front desk all weekend and he kept telling me about this ministry and I was just like oh my gosh like just shut up like I don't want to do this yeah (laughs) but whatever um and then I eventually just said yes because I was like fine if I say yes I'll do it just to make you be quiet and then like I won't ever do this again um funny story because like I ended up doing it that summer and was totally like changed by God I he like met me with so much love and like grace and just like wrapped me in his arms and was like you need me like like you, you can't don't do it on like, your own yeah. yeah right it's like you can't like you can't put all of your hope and trust in like one person which I had which I had seen by putting in um this one guy and ended up being like heartbreaking really because I I mean it was only like a short amount of time where I was with him but I had just felt like so shattered of like okay what the heck basically um so I went to this houseboat ministry and um I actually went down to San Diego a week or actually yeah for a week after I was done for the summer and um I just had a different mindset on things um so my the home life that I was in it just wasn't again, it wasn't faith-based. And so I kind of saw that as like a roadblock where if it's not helping me in my walk with God, which I had seen over like the last 10 weeks at that point, um, I did not want to be there anymore. And so I pretty much didn't have anywhere else to go. So I moved home and got involved in like a church, um, got my jobs and have just been like totally seeing myself in a different light. Mm -hmm. And um, this last summer was actually my third summer serving with this houseboat ministry. Um, and each summer it's like, I just keep getting reminded, um, of like God and like his grace and love, but he's also shown me like different themes throughout the year. Mm-hmm. Um, so like this last summer, the theme was just like, fix, fix your eyes like on me. And I literally could like see the face of Jesus and like his eyes in pretty much everything that I did, which was like mind-blowing and super cool um and now that I like look at myself in the mirror with that different mindset all I see and like tell myself is just like you're like God's beloved daughter like you don't need anything else like all you need is Jesus and I have like everything that I need and more because he's given it to me so that's amazing yeah and it's almost like I kind of got this vision of like it's almost like you um had glasses on and and the lenses were a little blurry for a while because I know like this was definitely my walk in high school with the whole boys and sports thing and Mm -hmm. it's like we have glasses on and we think that we can see because obviously people who wear glasses are for vision but it's like our lenses are a little blurry so like the sin and the things of the world is kind of like covered our lenses like 
even though in our mind, like, okay, we can see him wearing glasses, but like the vision's blurry. So it's almost like when you walk through that and you had a moment with, you know, the houseboat ministries or connecting with people and all these things started to fall out of place, but really God was lining them up like into place. And it's almost like he kind of like cleaned your glasses off and was just like, Hey, like you can still see, but like, look at this picture. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah, totally. That's so cool. Where, so- where it was like, I, I had thought for myself was like San Diego, all this stuff that sounded great like on paper and like telling people about it but really it was not at all anything that like the lord really had planned for me it was i mean something completely different but i would not change it for anything like i would not change like what i went through down in san diego um for anything because i know like i know now that because of that it like helped me fix my eyes on jesus so, like, now I'm grateful for that. So That's so awesome. Yeah. I love it. So, if you could encourage these girls who are listening right now, maybe, like, three things. Um, if they're in high school, college, or just struggling with their identity. Um, you know, I know a lot of girls suffer with, like, eating disorders or obesity or just constantly putting false words and um, harmful words over themselves speaking that daily and I just know from experience like through that but if you had three things if you were like in a room on stage and there was thousands of girls struggling with identity issues and you could pick three things to encourage them um, to not make the same mistakes you did what would they be um yeah for sure number one which um, I had actually done um, for a little bit was put Psalm 139. I forget what verses exactly, but I know it's in Psalm 139 where it's like, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. made. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, I like wrote that out and put it on my mirror in the bathroom mm-hmm. um, just for like a little bit and read that to myself like every day. Cause I mean, we're, we're women. Like we look in the mirror way too much. It wouldn't yeah. be like for makeup, like brushing our teeth, brushing our hair. Like we're always in the mirror. Um, and so just like putting that in the corner or like in front, um, I mean, I think it was like two summers ago, um, when I was working on the houseboat ministry, I had written like first Peter about like clothing yourself with like outward things that how those things don't matter. Mm -hmm. Um, which is like totally true. I think that'd be like a second one, Mm -hmm. um, is just remind yourself that like, no matter what like it's not about the outside that counts it's about your heart and like your character and God cares so much more about your heart and like who who you are like who you're becoming rather than like what you are and Mm -hmm. what you place your identity in um which our identity should be locked in Jesus and like focus on him but we're humans as humans that sin and fall and tend to look towards other things for our our identity um but just like focusing on that um and then for man this is like really good (laughs) (laughs) I love um for (laughs) for the third one I would definitely say um surround yourself with a good community of friends Mm -hmm. who uplift you um rather than surrounding yourself with like guys or like friends who talk negative about other people like who gossip who talk bad about themselves um because their negativity will um rub off rub off on you and 
Um, that's also kind of another reason why my identity was placed in other things because the people who I surrounded myself with also found their identity in those other things. Um, so yeah, just get plugged into a strong church, um, strong, like Bible study, like connect group, um, just something along those lines to where you know that you have a strong foundation in the Lord, but also like two or three friends who you can go to for anything to say, Hey, you know what? I'm struggling today with like finding beauty in myself. So like, can you just remind me of like verses in the Bible, like God's truth? Um, yeah, that's so good. I love that. I think community is a huge, 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 um, important one because like the Bible does say like whoever you surround yourself with, you shortly become. And I know for me, um, going in high school, I was I had no girl. I had no friends in high school. Like I had all guy friends. I had not a single like good healthy girlfriend. Um, and a lot of it was because I played sports. I was like the girl who like ran the school and ran the boys and all that stuff. And so I surrounded myself with guys. But the root of that was because I didn't have a father figure. And so going into college. I was literally alone and I didn't start getting like strong women um, until I plugged into a church, got into a connect group, a small group um, or just anything like find what you like, find um, what works for you, whether it's a church, a community group or whatever, and just surround yourself and just go all in because that was the game changer for me because I was always I had so much insecurities and I was always scared to be friends with girls because I was insecure and but there is something about the power of a godly woman and who you surround yourself with so that is a huge game changer ladies even if it's like one or two girls put yourself in a group chat instagram chat like whatever you can that works for you and just find girls who make you better don't find girls who are like you find girls who make you better Mm -hmm. that's so good yeah well sydney thank you so much for sharing your heart um I think this topic was like perfect for you because you were on point and, and I think a lot of us, you know, even to the athletes, girls who listen to this podcast, like that's a huge struggle with us girls who play sports and only want to be friends with guys because of insecurities. Um, I think my last question for you as we close up, when, um, obviously when you got plugged into a connect group and started making healthy friends, girlfriends and doing the ministry and stuff what is something you do now when you look in the mirror um that works for you um I think I I think I touched on this like a little bit ago but it's looking myself um in the mirror and like first thing I say to myself is I'm his beloved Mm -hmm. um I even have that like I bought like this little plaque from like Hobby Lobby, which my favorite store ever. Oh, I um, love that store. Girl, no, I could decorate. Not my bank I could decorate a house store, all but... day walking <laughs> into there. <laughs> oh, um, they have like this little plaque that I bought that I actually have on my dash in my car. And it says, I am his beloved. Okay. Um, and so just like reminding myself every day that like, I'm his beloved daughter, like his chosen daughter that he so dearly loves that, like, nothing that I do or say, like, will ever take that away from me or separate myself from mm-hmm. him. Um, and so just, like, walking in confidence in that of knowing that, like, you know what? Whatever comes my way today, like, I have God on my side. Like, you can say that I'm ugly, but, like, 
I know I'm not because God tells me in the Bible that I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Like I'm beautiful. I'm chosen. I like I'm his. Yeah. So like it does it does not matter like what the devil tries to say, which I fall short of this every day of like believing some of his lies. But it's just like the constant like fill fill yourself with his truth. Um because that is like the only thing that like will sustain you is focusing on him and like his truth and what the Bible has to say. And just even um like walking daily in prayer with him. Like I pray all the time every time I'm in the car, which is like three fourths of my day because mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like always in the car. But um just having that like relationship with him and like growing that um is like super helpful and I'm so grateful for it. Um yeah. That's good. I love that. So you set up like little reminders in your car. That's such a good idea. I know I used to use like um sticky notes or flashcards around the house like by my mirror by my bed you just got to do whatever you can to constantly remind you and I love what you said about like you have to believe the truth of what he says about you because like you can read a piece of paper but if you don't believe it it's not going to do anything so as long as us girls stand on faith and believe the words of what he says about us our our identity will change um but thank you so much for sharing your heart Sydney I loved it you did so good I love it um Thank you for sharing on the podcast and um, maybe we'll have you again soon, but um, thank you girls for listening to her. We will be starting up mirror mirror on the wall again tomorrow with a girl named Kaylee. So stay tuned.